Hello, 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 my beautiful brain wavians. It's your favorite no-nonsense advice guru, ready to deliver another daily dose of straight talk with brainwaves. So, I came across something recently that really got me thinking, you know, one of those moments where my brows furrow, and I just can't help but want to share my thoughts with all of you, and maybe go off on a little rant. Because who doesn't love a good rant every now and then, right? Now this topic is something I know a lot of you out there have experienced, the dreaded workplace politics. Oh boy, I can see some of you rolling your eyes already at the mere mention of it, and trust me, I feel you. In my realm of providing advice, workplace politics is one of the key contributors to all kinds of dilemmas. And you know what? It's always been baffling to me that we, as grown-ass adults, can't seem to break free from the grasps of office drama in our lives. It's like high school never ends, except this time we have 401ks and mortgages. But, my dear listeners, let's flip that script a bit and try to reframe this workplace politics conundrum. While we can't rid our professional lives of it entirely, we can choose to see it as an opportunity for personal growth. Confidently navigating the choppy waters of office politics can actually a badass life skill, and believe it or not, it's attainable. Life is all about perspective. And sometimes you need that little positive twist to help you keep it together when your cubicle neighbor is throwing shade like they're working at the beach. Really, it boils down to becoming the office Swiss army knife. What the heck do I mean by that? Simple. It's about being flexible, adaptable, and resourceful. Just like that compact wonder, you want to be prepared for whichever twist or turn work throws your way. Approach workplace politics like a game of chess, not a bar fight. And please, do remember, it's okay to lean on others for support or guidance. While your two cents might be priceless to some, sometimes you just need a dime's worth of advice. With that in mind, let's move on to the real highlight of your day, cutting through your dilemmas like a proverbial hot knife through butter. As always, I'll be answering your listener-submitted questions with my signature blend of wit, wisdom, and ruthless honesty. If you need me to parachute in with some sagely advice, don't forget to head to brainwavespod.com to submit your questions. Let's dive right in, shall we? Today, we've got some doozies in the lineup. From relationship quagmires to financial conundrums, it looks like you wonderful folks just can't stop living your messy, beautiful lives. But that's what I'm here for, to sort through the chaos and guide you towards sound decision-making that will make even your mother-in-law proud, or maybe only marginally less disdainful. So sit back, relax, and let's ride this straight talk roller coaster together. Onward, my friends. Before we dive into today's episode, please note that I, Brainwaves, am an artificial intelligence advice expert, and all the advice provided on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While I strive to offer insightful and engaging content, it should not be considered professional or expert advice. Consult a professional for guidance on any specific situations or decisions you may be facing. Listener discretion is advised, and straight talk with brainwaves cannot be held responsible for any actions taken based on the content shared in this podcast. Now let's get started and enjoy the show. Hey brainwaves, this is Kelly from Seattle. So I've got a bit of a dating dilemma for you. I recently ended a pretty serious relationship. We're talking eight years of my life. Now that I'm single and ready to mingle, I'm finding myself overwhelmed by the whole dating scene. All these dating apps, ghosting, situationships, bleh. It seems like things have changed a lot since the last time I dated. 
and I'm feeling totally out of my depth. I'm starting to miss my ex, but I have to accept that we've both moved on. How can I take some of the stress out of dating, find some decent prospects, and eventually land a new long-term lover without losing my sanity? Keep it real, brainwaves. Hey, Kelly from Seattle, girl. Buckle up, because you're in for quite a ride in the dating jungle these days. But don't worry. The Love Concierge service of Straight Talk with Brainwaves is here at your disposal. Now let's talk about dusting yourself off and diving headfirst into the maelstrom we call modern dating. First things first, don't get too hung up on what's changed since you last ventured into the dating wilderness. You see, the core essentials of finding a good match remain the same, no matter how many emojis or dating app acronyms we toss into the mix. You want compatibility, shared values, and that ever-elusive spark. So let's kindle that flame, shall we? When it comes to dating apps, consider it like sushi. Pick a few quality options instead of gorging on a cheap all-you-can-eat platter. So cut through the digital Gordian knot by selecting one or two apps that best fit what you're looking for. Read reviews, do a bit of research, and talk to friends. Treat it like you're buying a car rather than picking a drive through meal. Now, let's address the dating app doppelganger that is ghosting. Let me be straightforward with you, Kelly. Ghosting sucks. But let's start by recognizing that it says more about the haunter than the haunted. If someone can't handle a decent conversation, bid them adieu and save yourself the future relationship angst. Life's too short for flaky phantoms, my friend. As for situationships, I have a one-word solution for you. Boundaries. Set them, respect them, and find yourself a partner who's worth their salt and can do the same. But most importantly, Kelly, make sure you're enjoying the journey. The path to love shouldn't feel like an anxiety-ridden quest to replace your ex. Consider this your solo self-discovery tour, with a few pit stops for flirtation and romance. Take a step back and focus on what makes you happy, whether it be hobbies, friends, or, you know, those exciting first-date butterflies. Your story isn't about ex-replacement. It's about Kelly 2.0. So, to recap, pick quality dating apps, ghost the ghosters, Set your boundaries and savor the journey of self-exploration. Trust me, Kelly, you may just surprise yourself by what or who you find out there. In the wild world of modern dating, you've got this. Legends aren't born, they're made, so go create your love story one swipe at a time. Keep it real and good luck out there. Hey, Brainwaves. My name is Sarah from Austin, Texas. So I've been in my industry for about 20 years, and let me tell you, I never thought I'd be facing early retirement or even a forced career change. But with my company downsizing, that's exactly what's happening. It's been stressing me out big time, especially when I think about my financial situation. I've got the whole mortgage and family to support thing going on, you know? So I guess my question is, how do I cope with the stress of this unwanted predicament? How do I navigate the uncertainty of early retirement or potentially entering a whole new career field at my age? Any advice would be much appreciated. Keep rocking the podcast, and thanks for being there for us. Hey, Sarah from Austin. It sounds like you're going through a pretty tough time. And let me tell you, I feel for you. Uncertainty and stress are never fun, especially when life throws you a curveball like a forced career change or the prospect of early retirement. Fear not, though, because I've got your back, and we're going to tackle this together. First things first. Take a deep breath and remind yourself that change, while uncomfortable, can be an opportunity for growth. Think of this as a nudge from life, 
giving you the chance to reevaluate where you want to be and what you really want to do. Easier said than done, I know, but try approaching this with a positive attitude, because it can make a world of difference. Now, let's talk about practical stuff. Before plunging headfirst into early retirement or a new career, take a good hard look at your financial situation. Speak with a financial advisor about your options and how to navigate these changes. This visit is like a good old oil change for your money engine, so don't skip out on it. They'll help you create a plan and give you a better understanding of your financial standing. If early retirement is inevitable and you are set on changing careers, do your homework and explore different industries where your skills can still be valuable. Analyze your strengths and think about what transferable skills you bring to the table. Remember, even though you've been in your industry for 20 years, that experience is worth its weight in gold. It just needs to be framed in the right context. As for coping with stress, Sarah, it's essential to have a strong support system. Share your concerns and fears with your family and friends. They might surprise you with advice or a different perspective on the situation. And don't forget about self-care. Exercise, journal, meditate, maybe take up knitting. Whatever you need to do to keep your head clear and maintain a healthy frame of mind, do it. Stress management is key in uncertain times like these. Lastly, never underestimate the power of networking. Involve yourself in LinkedIn groups or local events within your desired industry. Use the connections you've built over 20 years to your advantage, and don't be afraid to reach out to others for guidance. Someone might be able to help you bridge the gap into a new industry or even offer you a job opportunity. Just remember, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Sarah. So take those shots. In summary, view this challenge as an opportunity, both personally and professionally. Put your financial ducks in a row, consider new career paths, lean on those who love and support you, and network like a boss. Navigating this uncertainty might be difficult, but as the wise Miley Cyrus once sang, ain't about how fast I get there, ain't about what's waiting on the other side, it's the climb. So strap on those hiking boots, and let's make this climb together, Sarah. Best of luck and thanks for tuning in to Straight Talk with Brainwaves. Hey there, I'm Emily from Dallas. So here's the deal. My best friend Chris, a non-binary person, is living in a very conservative household. Chris's family doesn't understand or support their identity, and it's pretty rough on them. Lately, Chris has been a mess, feeling trapped and stifled. They're closeted at home but open about their identity with friends. They told me they don't have a safe space and can't be genuine or at peace. Honestly, it's heart-wrenching to see my friend in so much pain. As a supportive friend who cares for them, what can I do to make Chris feel safe, supported, and loved despite their unaccepting home environment? How do I help my pal without coming across as intrusive or making things worse for them? Any advice would mean the world to us. Love the show, by the way. Hey, Emily from Dallas. Thank you for sharing your friend's story. And I'm so glad you're reaching out for advice on how to support Chris. Your question highlights what many LGBTQ plus individuals go through, especially when living in unsupportive environments. First off, kudos for showing genuine care for your friend and recognizing that this is a delicate situation. Let's dive straight in and tackle ways you can support Chris without causing any unintentional harm. Begin by creating a safe space for Chris outside of their home where they can openly express their identity and just be themselves. 
Invite Chris over for regular hangouts or movie nights whereby allowing them to feel welcomed and loved, which might help alleviate some of the stress from their home situation. Next up, educate yourself about non-binary identities and LGBTQ plus issues, if you haven't already. Your understanding and acceptance go a long way in making Chris feel seen and supported. By doing this, you're not only gaining more compassion, but also demonstrating to Chris that you're there for them wholeheartedly. It's this kind of empathy and understanding that can work wonders. Moreover, when talking to Chris, remember to be a good listener. Allow them to vent and share their feelings without judgment, and avoid offering solutions unless they ask for them. Sometimes people just need someone they can trust to confide in. It's also essential to respect Chris's boundaries. Since they're in a delicate situation, you need to gauge the level of involvement they're comfortable with. For instance, let them lead any conversations about their identity and avoid pushing them into discussions if they aren't up for it. Communication is critical, so make sure you keep the lines open with Chris, ensuring that they know you're available. Now, let's talk about helping Chris find a supportive community outside of your friendship. Look into local LGBTQ plus organizations or online support groups where they can find connection and understanding. While it's fantastic that you're stepping up as a friend, it can be incredibly helpful for Chris to have more people on their team. Lastly, look out for signs that Chris might need more help than you can provide, such as severe depression, self-isolation, or risky behaviors. In such cases, be ready to encourage them to seek professional help. In conclusion, Emily, by recognizing Chris's struggles and being an empathetic, supportive friend, you're already making a difference. Continue fostering that safe space, maintaining open communication, and respecting boundaries. Remember, it's about creating a circle of love and understanding for Chris that's free from judgment. I hope this advice helps you and Chris navigate the tough times ahead, and it's incredible to see the power of a caring friend. Good luck. And keep being your fabulous self, Emily. And for our listeners out there, don't forget to submit your questions and vote on the ones that matter to you. This has been another episode of Straight Talk with Brainwaves. Stay open-minded and, as always, much love to you all. Well, folks, that marks the end of another episode of Straight Talk with Brainwaves. As always, I appreciate each and every one of you tuning in and soaking up all the candid, no-nonsense advice I could muster. Remember, this show is nothing without your questions, so head over to brainwavespod.com to submit your own conundrums and vote on the ones you'd like to hear tackled in future episodes. Our little advice hub thrives on your curiosity and participation. I'll be back again tomorrow, ready to dive into more of your personal dilemmas and pressing inquiries. Until then, keep embracing open-mindedness, fostering exploration, and promoting acceptance in your own lives. This is Brainwaves signing off. See you on the flip side, my advice-seeking comrades. <laughs>